everyone? Kevin Wagstaff here with another episode of Spectora Spotlight. We're getting back into the swing of things after a busy summer. Uh, it's always hard to get guests and people uh, schedules to align. Uh, so we've been a little spotty over the summer, but we have a bunch of great guests lined up. Today I have John Robinson from John Robinson's Inspection Group out of San Diego, California. Uh, just a high energy guy. We met him at the Ashi Conference in San Diego. And uh, right away, we were blown away by his professionalism, his energy, his ambition, and the team he keeps around him. He, as you hear in the interview, he really treats them like family, uh, treats his people well, and he has large ambitions. Um, and we get into a little bit of that in the interview, but someone that really dreams big and his background in the Marines clearly shows he is a man of action and just gets stuff done. So. Um, I, it's an enjoyable interview. He's a great guy and someone we consider uh, a friend of ours and a friend of Spectors. But I hope you enjoy the interview with John Robinson. Awesome. So how's it going, man? Pretty good. I've, <laughs> I've had worse audiovisual uh, setup snafus, so that, that wasn't bad. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Awesome. How y'all doing? Doing okay. Yeah, no, no complaints. You know, going through some changes. Uh, you know, and, and just rolling, rolling through all of that stuff, you know, everything from uh, changing the way that, you know, we, we, we handle and process payroll and all of that stuff to obviously switching from, you know, uh, home gauge to Spectora, you know, just a, just a bunch of different, <laughs> different things. New website, you know, we got everything. You know, we got a new, everything. I mean, we, we're literally looking like an entirely different company at this point you know what i mean so i'm just hoping that i'm just hoping that these changes take us to the next level <laughs> oh i'd only propel us forward versus you know uh having that opposite effect but but you know i, I have total faith and confidence that everything that we're doing is for the is for is for the good of the company and and uh you know even for the industry to be honest with you because we're doing some things that i know a lot of home inspection companies don't necessarily do uh, like for, you know, like for one, you know, switching all of our guys over to, um, to hourly. And I know it's very customary in our industry for people to pay their guys a, a split right. and, you know, working in California, that can get a little tricky because of the fact that none of these guys are in a sales position. None of these guys are in a position that they should be earning a commission. They're not selling anything. They're just going out and doing a, doing a job, kind of like a plumber, kind of like an electrician, uh, you know, or, or whoever, you know? Um, so, you know, they, we had been, we had been knowing we were doing things that may not be necessarily looking very favorably upon us, you know, from a, from a tax standpoint from the state. And, you know, we've always been a little, been a little concerned about that but you know making that change making that leap going out on that leap of faith by saying hey you know what guys we are changing it up you know we're everybody's getting paid hourly now i know that's not customary uh in this industry but there's a lot of things that that this industry does that isn't necessarily right only because well the guy before me and the guy before me and that guy you know before me they did it this way so it's got to be right well it's not you know, these things aren't right. So we're, we're just kind of making these changes to ensure that we are doing everything properly, correctly, and, uh, and going uh, uh, the right direction. So that way this company continues to operate and flourish, even when Randa and I are retired and we're hanging out on the beach somewhere in Panama. 
enema. You know what I mean? So uh, we wanted to continue moving, moving forward. I love that this was the first topic we kind of touched on because this is exactly why I was so, <laughs> I was so excited to have you on because you're as big a company as you are and uh, you're still evolving and you're still thinking of ways to shake things up. And I completely agree that if I've been, I have been in this industry a terribly long time, but long enough to talk to a lot of inspectors to know that when someone says, oh, that's how everyone else does it, that that might be not good. <laughs> that might not be the right, right. way to go. It, it just, it really is. You know, and there's a lot of things that we do, you know, in this industry because, well, you know, the guy before me did it or the, you know, or the guy before him did that. It doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's right. So, you know, we're just, uh, we're just, we're just trying to make sure that we're doing everything correctly to get us going in that, in that, in that right direction to keep us going in the right direction. Because, you know, we, we started this company in 2011, you know, I started this inspection uh, thing, you know, not, not necessarily this company, but I've been doing inspections since 1999 is when I actually got introduced to home inspections. I was still active duty in the Marines. And um, during that time, you know, I was a aircraft maintainer, uh, and bought my first home, met the home inspector, found that, you know what, this, what he, what he does on homes is basically the same thing that I've been doing on helicopters for, you know, <laughs> for six, seven years at that point, you know? And, uh, and at that point I'm like, you know what, I haven't really outside of the wizard of Oz, you don't really see helicopters. I mean, uh, houses fly around, you know, what right. I mean? uh, you're not going to have a house fall out of the sky. Whereas with a helicopter, you, 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 you know, obviously if you don't do things right, uh, you will. So, you know, I basically learned everything I could work with that guy for, you know, several years until I, you know, until I separated from the Marine Corps and then I went out on my own. That was back in 2003. And I've just been, you know, just chopping away, punching away, you know, learning everything I can, doing the best inspections that I can. And next thing you know, I started this inspection company in 2011. And it's just been like crazy from, from that point on, you know, started by myself. And, and next thing you know, you look up, now we're looking at what, I think we have like eight, nine home inspectors that, you know, work for us. They do an incredible job. We do several hundred home inspections a, a month, wow. just home inspections, just home inspections. You know, that's one of the things that also separates my company from a lot of other companies is up until literally this year, I want to say within couple of months ago I should say all we did was home inspections all we focused on was home inspections you know um, I didn't want to I didn't want a company that was spread all over the place doing home inspections and doing pool inspections and doing drain line scopes and doing all of these different things mm-hmm. I wanted to focus on just doing one thing and doing one thing well and that was home inspections I knew I could always hire a plumber to do a drain line scope I knew I could always hire a pool guy to do you know, pool inspections and so on and so forth. So, you know, that's, that's one of the things that in my opinion, you know, yeah, we were missing out on a lot of money by not operate, not utilizing, you know, uh, our abilities to inspect those other systems, but it really allowed us to focus on just doing one thing. And the fact that we were utilizing a, a inspection software that just, made the report writing process so daunting and overwhelming uh, and just taxing, you know, physically taxing on the inspectors that I didn't want them to have to spend another hour or two 
writing up some other system. I wanted them just to be able to focus on what we had to focus on, write your inspection reports for the house. That was taking long enough. I mean, you're out there doing an inspection, taking two and a half to three hours to do an inspection. Then you come home, spend another two hours writing the inspection report. And, and, and my template is locked on. I mean, locked on to get a guy getting through that template very, very quickly. But it was still very, very uh, uh, burdensome on the inspectors to be able to have a family life, to be able to, you know, spend time, you know, with their with their kids or, or participating in activities with, you know, with them because they're stuck behind a computer writing an inspection report at home. And if they did two or possibly even three inspections in that day, uh, that can turn into a four or six hour ordeal at home writing reports. So that really kept me, you know, always kept my eyes open and really searching for an inspection software that not only produced good inspection reports, beautiful reports, but, allowed my guys to get their lives back. And it wasn't until earlier this year, we ended up going to, what's that Ashi conference called? Inspector World or something like that? Yeah, I yeah. Up, yeah I ran into you guys. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not even a, an Ashi guy. I'm, you know, uh, I just happened to go there because it's in San Diego. It was in San Diego. I live in Linda Vista. Town and country literally is about five minutes from my house. Uh, if I walk slow and, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I was like, you know what, let's go. So we, so me and uh, my wife and actually my, my lead inspector at the time, we all went down there and uh, went to look at it. And that's when I got to meet uh, you and, and Michael and, and, and I think Casey might've been there. Uh, we, we met a few people from Spectora mm -hmm. and immediately when you guys showed me um, the software, I was sold, not sold because you guys are great salespeople. Uh, We're bad salespeople like, actually. Know, <laughs> what was that? So we're, we're bad, bad salespeople. salespeople actually. We're not good yeah, at Yeah, I kind of took yeah. that as, I kind of, you know, I, I kind of got that same impression. I'm like, there's a bunch of computer, you know, part of my, <laughs> part of my, my expression, but a bunch of computer nerds and stuff over here at this inspections uh, 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 conference, but you guys didn't seem nerdy at all to me. You know what I mean? You, you guys seem like regular people who can explain exactly what somebody would be getting with this software. And you did it in such a way that it, it wasn't salesy at all. It was just like, look, man, this is what we do. This is what we have. And the software itself and the finished report did the talking for me. I mean, you know, for you guys. And, and, it, and it was enough uh, just with the little demo that I was able to utilize with the, uh, with the iPad that was there. I was like, this, this, this is a no-brainer. Switching to Spectora for me was a no-brainer. And we all know what a no-brainer means. It means you can make this decision even if you don't have a brain. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? So that, that's why when I, you know, I, I don't want, I'm just going to be honest. I don't want any of my competitors using Spectora. I know that's kind of, that's kind of uh, counterproductive <laughs> for, for you guys. Yep. Um, but, and I, and it's even for myself because believe me, I'm probably one of your you guys' biggest cheerleaders. Every time I run into an inspector, I'm talking about, I'm talking about you guys. And as I'm, and, and when I'm, even in mid-sentence, I'm thinking to myself, John, be quiet. <laughs> we'll, be quiet. We'll lock down SoCal. We won't sell any more subscriptions in SoCal. That's it. No more subscriptions in yep. Southern California. I don't want to see another inspector with Spectora. <laughs> you guys sell all the subscriptions. Matter of fact, I'll go on tour for you guys if you want. I will, I will travel all throughout the, the, the rest of the country and sing you guys' praises. I don't want any more home inspectors.
Well, we appreciate that, John. Because I love that software. Our clients have had nothing but great things to say about our reports ever since switching. I was nervous. Any, you know, home inspectors, we're a, ner- we're a nervous breed of people. You know what I mean? Just by nature. We, everything scares us, you know. And um, so, of course, when I switched over, I'm a little nervous about Yep, we just cut out, but you were, I think you were just saying haven't had much negative feedback on the reports and the process. Yeah, I haven't had any, any negative uh, responses in regards to switching this Spector. Everybody, can you hear me okay? Because my phone yep. switched to... to yep, uh, all good. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I haven't had a single uh, referring agent or client say anything negative in regards to us switching to Spectora. And... Um, all I've heard has been positive feedback uh, from, from everyone who has seen our reports, who have read our reports. You know, when we do our little follow-up calls to make sure that people got the report, that they understood it, okay. And, you know, we get responses like, are you kidding me? How could you not understand this report? <laughs> I mean, like that, you know. That's so, great. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very pleased, super happy. Um, you know, we and, and, and you know, it's just I can go on and on and, and with regards to all the positives that that has done. Uh, you know, switching to Spectora has done for for me and my company. But one of the things that has really, really, really hit home for me is the fact that you know I've had I've, I've got guys who are waking up at like four a.m. to finish re- inspection reports from the day prior. Oof. just so they can do the whole thing started all over again you know they you know they their first appointment maybe at nine and next thing you know they're spending a couple of hours at, at the morning inspection a couple of hours in the afternoon maybe a re-inspection in the after in a, after that and then they're going home and now they're chained to their desk and their computer and they're just writing reports until until the wee hours of the morning and just to fall asleep for a few hours and then wake up and and do it all over again where now these guys are done all i did was import my home gauge template over to spectora and make some little changes here and there and these guys are they're, they're getting through their inspections uh basically at the same amount of time it was taking them before but instead of now having to go home and write the report's done i got one dude came to me and was like hey uh i I heard about this Netflix thing and I actually watched it. So I watched the movie on Netflix. You know what I'm saying? That's very like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very you cool. know, one of the, one of my other guys, you know, he participates in BMX racing with his sons. He has twin boys and he don't be missing none of that stuff. Now he's out there riding bikes. So we got so much energy. We got a 40 year old home inspector riding a BMX bike around the track. You know what I'm saying? It could be on our marketing campaign. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for, for if any other multis are listening, what was the learning curve like? So what, do you guys have a process in place for training? Like what does that look like? The learning curve was, was for my guys who were, um, who were using HomeGage before and then came over. Well, I even had another guy come over from another company. Uh, he was using Home Inspector Pro, I think it was, he said. Uh, the learning curve was very quickly. Uh, I mean, they, these guys, they picked it up so fast because I think what really helped is the fact that because I was able to use that integration tool to, to just bring my template directly from HomeGage over. Uh, yeah. Even though 
they're looking at a different like interface. Everything was very familiar, you know. In our all of our uh, systems were listed in the same location. You know, our styles and materials were located in the same you know areas. Uh, it's just kind of laid out differently because you know all of our guys use iPhones. We bought them all um, the iPhone XRs, I believe that's what they're mm -hmm. all using. And um, so it was really it was it was it was very easy for them to just to just pick up on it very quickly. Um, I would say, Randall, what would you say? It took them took them maybe what like two weeks? Yeah, it took most of the guys like two weeks to just um, really get you know, into the, um, into the flow of using Spectora, you know, the, because now the, 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 the inspection process is a little different because they are stopping and taking pictures with their phone and incorporating those pictures. They're, you know, they're, they're already directly into that comment. They're dropping right, right into that, to that comment. So that took a little bit of time for them to get their rhythm together. So in the beginning, they were taking a little bit longer time to, to complete their inspection reports. Uh, I would say on an average house, most guys were uh, using HomeGage, just writing the report. Let's just call it two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. um, then moving over to Spectora, some of them were spending closer to like three and a half hours in the beginning. Uh -huh. But now they're right back to, to the speed that they, were, that they were at before when they were using HomeGage. Because, you know, over time, because we're, you know, we're doing maybe a dozen, sometimes 14 inspections a day as a company. Wow. So, so what we'll do is we'll have guys, uh, I'm the only person that's allowed to actually permanently edit the template. So that way it keeps everything pretty much on, you know, the same across the board. But what they'll do is I have them send me their new comments or take screenshots of the things that they've written at the time of the inspection. So then we can just build it right in right away i just drop everything in so then now the next time their their inspection process is even faster and, and fa it just gets faster and faster and faster i got a guy who has never used uh any inspection software before who's who's in our company and uh spectora is the you know it's his only experience with using a uh and you know inspection software and he i was just talking with him earlier today and he was just like man i think i'm too fast for a spectora because these <laughs> that fluent that well versed with like how the software works where everything is at like he's just he he couldn't he couldn't be happier you know everybody is just uh pleased with the way things are at matter of fact i had one of my one of my senior guys right before i started this call he was he was over here we were just talking he had just got off of uh he just came back from a vacation with his family seeing so these guys are vacationing with their families they're having a good time uh and even him he's just like this has been the best thing that's ever happened to me at, 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 you know, being a home inspector. Wow. Is Spectora. And I thought that was very powerful because here's a guy who has done thousands upon thousands of home inspections and uh, has worked with other inspection companies. Um, he's a gen he owns a general contracting company as well. And he's like, this software has been the best thing that ever happened to me because now, because he has a general contracting company and he runs with his brother, now he can do, he's a workaholic. So for him, the more he's able to work, the happier he is. So he's able to, to knock out two to three inspections here. After that, boom, he's off. He'll, he'll go over to hang out with his brother and they'll, 
go build stuff. I think they're doing something with like Harrison Ford, one of his hangers or something like that. I mean, it's crazy. You know, he's like, if I'm not working, if I'm not doing home inspections, if I'm not building something, my wife is going to make me do something at home. And I, and I don't want to do that. So uh, I'd rather be working. I'd rather be doing home inspections or, uh, you know, doing contractor stuff. So he, you know, he's, he's happy. So every, you know, all these guys are, you know, are able to do the things that they want to do and live the life that they want to live without having this, this dreaded thing, you know, in the back of their mind, like, damn it, you know, I've got to sit down and actually uh, write this inspection report. No, it's done. It's over with. It's, it's, it's already sent off. You know what I mean? So I also like the fact that we can um, doing team inspections uh, with multiple inspectors and, you know, totally getting rid of that whole report merge fiasco thing that we had to do over there with, uh, with HomeGage. Um, that, that, man, it's like night and day sending multiple people out to, to do an inspection together. To be able to build a report simultaneously amongst several people seamlessly without anything like, okay, well, you log out of here. I'll log into this. Uh, I'm going to be the master. And, and I don't even remember it. All I know is it was just a nightmare. You know what I mean? It was just a smooth nightmare. But, but I tell you what, the way that things are now with Spectora to allow them to be able to, to, for two guys, I can send one dude on the exterior, another guy on the interior, and they just meet in the middle and, uh, and have the report done. And nobody's stepping on each other's toes. And the report is being written at the same time. I couldn't be, I couldn't be happier. Production is like, is that literally at the highest point that, that we've had in a while, which has led me to my next point is of like, okay, now that we're here, let's go ahead and start. Let, let's build a pool division. Let's build a mold division. Let's build a commercial division. So now we're, now we're going to, you know, we're already in the process and we're, we're, we're doing these things. Now we're building out these other divisions and it's because we're just, we're, we're operating at a very, high level of production and it's because my guys are fresh they're not beat down uh by these inspection reports and they have they've got way more energy to to do more and uh, the new guys coming in they don't know any different they're just happy they're just happy to be here they're just glad that that uh that they're just on the right track from the get and of course i am too so uh, I can't, I can go on and on and on and on. Like I said, I, I talk about you guys to pretty much everybody um, very, very frequently, uh, different home inspectors. You know, I'm on the Spectora message board and everything on Instagram, I'm sorry, on Facebook and, and such and a couple of others. So if somebody has something, something to say or a question, I, I try to, I try my hardest to help them out. But as long as they're not in Southern California, I mean, yeah, I, right, I, right. I don't, I don't want any body uh, in SoCal. Uh, do, you know, doing this. So, Southern California is a, such a great place to live and work. I tell you what, because especially San Diego, I really don't think that there's any better place in the world. Remember, I was in the Marines. I traveled a lot. I've seen a lot of the world. Uh, I still travel a lot because I'm a, I'm an avid fisherman. Um, I do a lot of fishing. If you go to my Instagram uh, or even to my Facebook, you'll you'll see. I travel. Matter of fact, I'm leaving on Sunday. I'm going back to Alaska. Uh, the fish up there. I was just in Alaska in June, um, brought back about 150 pounds of uh, halibut and salmon and rockfish. 
Um, so I'm going to be doing that, that same thing, going back up here to another part. I was up in what? I think I was in, no, I was in Homer, Alaska in June. And now I'm going to uh, Petersburg, Alaska to fish for a week on Sunday. So I'm wow. excited. Excited for that. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have so many questions I want to ask you from everything you just said. So let's unpack some of this. So, all right. Okay. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed right now and I really appreciate the, um, the kind words and like, we completely feel the same about your company and everyone we've come into contact with. You guys are like a first class uh, business and it's just been a pleasure working with you guys from the start. So if you could pass yeah. that along. Um, I will. I will. Thank you. I appreciate that. And we're going to do everything we can, obviously, to, you know, to help you guys market and grow. And, and uh, so that being said, thank you for the service. Um, I know we initially, when we connected in San Diego, um, it was near and dear to my heart because me and Mike's dad growing up was um, a C-130 um, maintainer on the QA line in the Air Force oh, nice. for 30 years. And so okay, I was always just like, man, anyone that maintains aircrafts, that's a very niche thing. Um, right. Absolutely. So I appreciate that. Um, yeah. I want to go back to 2011 though, because I want to, I think it'd be interesting for everyone to hear about John Robinson, the brand, because you, you have a, you truly have a brand there in San Diego and it's, right. it's very apparent and it's bold and, and I love it. And so tell me a little bit about when you launched and kind of what those, that first year was like, and maybe what the vision was like for, for being where you're at now. Oh, okay. Um, 2011, my vision was a very simple vision. I needed to make $4,000 a month to feed my family. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love that you say this, John, though, because so many inspectors, they're in those shoes right now. So I love yep. that you started with that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was super, super simple for me. I was like, all right. I looked at my wife, uh, Randa, and, and I said, babe, uh, how much of our bills? Right. It was like 4,000. I'm like, all right, 4,000. Okay, let's do some math on this. How many inspections do I need to do? I basically looked at it and saw like how many inspections I needed to get done. And, uh, uh, and, and, and that's, that's what we set out to do. I think we needed to be somewhere around 15 inspections or something like that every month just to pay the bills. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, and everything. That, that included, I believe, everything at the time. And, and that was really my focus was to do that so january we started january 15th and in 15 days i had knocked out 15 home inspections you know so i was like stoked i'm like oh, all right cool. hold on how started january 15th so what did you do on that day or the next day like how did you get those first 15 just oh well basically what we did was you know I, this wasn't my first rodeo with trying to start a home inspection company. True, true. Back in 2003, when I got out of the Marines, I didn't stay in San Diego. I actually moved to Las Vegas. And uh, I moved out there. I don't know what made me do that. Because um, even though I was in the Marines, I was stationed in San Diego. And the only time I ever really traveled was, was on a ship. You know, and then we traveled around the world. I didn't really see much of the United States. And I had some... I had some friends in Vegas. My sister was living in Vegas. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to move to Vegas. So we go to Vegas <laughs> and I'm out there. <laughs> so I'm out there and that was cool. It was all right. It was hot. You know, I probably did around 1500 home inspections or so out there, but then the market crashed. And then I was really in a, in a very dark place. I had never failed before. I felt like I had failed. I had never been in a position where I felt like what I set out to do 
didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, I've came from the Marine Corps. The Marines were used to doing things to, to a point of success, completing the mission always. Right. And, uh, and I felt that I, I didn't complete my mission. I didn't do what I had set out to do. I was, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, the times were just different back then. But one thing I realized was that the old methods of like networking, the old methods of like just getting your name out there, um, just wasn't really going to cut it, not to perform at a high level. So I knew that the internet had to be a very crucial part of, of my business. Back then, I don't even know if I even, I don't even remember if I had a website uh, back in 2003 for that, that mm-hmm. original inspection company. And if I did, I didn't do anything with it. It was just kind of like, yeah, I got a website. <laughs> right. Uh, like, okay, you got a website. So what? Um, not as so critical. Yeah. You know, so I knew going into 2011, I knew that one, I needed a website. I needed a website that just wasn't a website to just be there. It needed to be a functioning website that was actually going to have, you know, drive traffic and send business my way. So I really had to sit back and think about how, how do you do this? So I'm like, well, I'm not a, I'm not an internet guy. I'm not a, I don't know anything about this stuff. I, I've, I've read some books about, you know, people who deal with SEO, I think it means search engine optimization. You know what I mean? I have all these different, like these ideas. So basically what I did was I had to find a company that specialized in search engine optimization. That was like, like number one on my list of things to do. I literally knew that in order for my website, in order for it to drive me business, I knew that I needed to have it in a place where people would see it. And I knew I didn't have the skills to be able to get my website into a place where people can see it. So I said, all right, let me find some nerds to help me figure this out. And yes. Guess what? I found a company and they did that. And John, this is, yeah. this is something I, would, I have to interrupt you to call out because you thought this and knew this. You didn't think it. You knew this in 2011. And there are still mm-hmm. over half of our industry still does not know this in 2019 that <laughs> – you need to have a good online presence. It's what we preach all the time when we're teaching classes, we're speaking at conferences, and half of them just don't get the message. So, for no, no, yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to. You have to. I, I, I knew people would be looking for me online. You know, I, I, I knew that um, the only way people were going to find me, no one's going to be looking in the in the yellow pages. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they're not going to be looking in. Uh, uh, the penny saver ads they're not going to be looking at uh, anything any other source except for the internet doing search engine you know searches on the internet yeah so I, I needed to be in a position where I knew that if somebody was going to search for home inspection in my area locally like because you know Google Google breaks things down very 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 like locally right so, like neighborhoods so I said you know what even if I don't do an inspection anywhere outside of San Diego, uh, outside of my zip or my little local area, wherever Google draws that little barrier and sends people, I want to dominate that tiny little spot. I wasn't trying to dominate all of San Diego. I was only trying to make $4,000 a month. I just wanted to be able to feed my family. So I knew that, hey, look, if I dominate this one tiny little area, then 
I'll be able to feed my family. I wasn't looking at the other big companies out here. I, I could care less. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't worried about competition or, or none of that stuff. I just wanted to feed my family. Obviously I'm going to look at those other companies and I'm going to look and see what they charge. Cause I don't want to really, I don't want to undercut people and I don't want to price myself out. I'll be, too high i want to be right there in the middle but i want it to just dominate my area and that's what we really 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 focused on the other thing that that obviously helped is not sitting in the house doing nothing you know you even if you even if i didn't have a home inspection to do um i knew my website was was driving traffic i i needed to go out and meet people you know and mm -hmm. people to know like and trust me so networking with people with agents uh was was like number two on my list and i know a lot of guys were like that eh, should be number one not for me i wanted to have a company that wasn't 100 percent dependent upon agents referrals we all work with real estate agents we all know that real estate agents are people and they're dealing with very emotionally charged people which in turn makes themselves very emotionally charged at times and they can make decisions based off of emotion. So even though you're out there doing the best inspection that you can, cause I refuse to believe that there is a home inspector in the world that wakes up in the morning and just says, you know what, I'm going to do an awful job today. I'll see you guys when I get home. No right. one does that. You know what I mean? Everybody wakes up with the best intentions on their mind when they go out and they perform a home inspection. But sometimes your best intentions, don't necessarily come across as your best intentions and you may piss somebody off and piss the realtor off or, or the buyer or whoever and next thing you know you're not getting that agent's business anymore Do you know what i mean and yeah. so i didn't i didn't want to be at the mercy of that you know what i mean i wanted to be able to go directly to the public and i wanted the public to make their decisions based upon what they see on the internet and and people's experiences. So my next thing was to make sure that I had a very good uh, 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 um, bank of referrals, actually uh, testimonials, um, reviews online. So I really, really, really focused on attacking the review thing. And I knew that you are never going to get reviews unless you ask people to leave you a review. <laughs> it's just that simple. I know it sounds like, like, and that's pretty simple, but there's a lot of people that will never ask for a review. And if, if you don't ask, you're not going to get it. And if somebody does leave your review without asking for it, it chances of it being positive is it, it can be kind of lower than you know, obviously if it being a positive review. So basically what I did was I really, we, we developed a system to be able to, uh, you know, without, without any kind of like internet trickery or, you know, or robots and doing all kinds of stuff. Remember, I'm just a, I'm just a dumb ring turn home inspector. Uh, I kind of do things very, very simply and basically. So I just, we develop a very basic, simple, simple method of getting reviews and it worked. So now when you go and you look up John Robinson's inspection group, uh, and I didn't go and try to put reviews everywhere. I, I really focus. Remember, I'm a type of person who likes to focus on one thing at a time. Bye baby. Have a good, have a good day. Okay. That's my daughter. She's on her way to work. My nice <laughs> I got five kids. I have five. I don't think most people know this, but I have five kids and they all range from 23 all the way down to three and a half. So, you know, I love it. Yeah. So even with having home inspectors and dealing with all of that stuff, I'm dealing with the boyfriend dramas, girlfriend <laughs> dramas, 
the <laughs> dramas of, you know what, this kid, you know, took my sippy cup to you know, <laughs> the other girls at the, at the, at the, at the summer camp don't want to be my friend or, or whatever. I'm dealing with all of that, that stuff, but it's, it's what keeps me young, I think, and what helps me, what continues to drive me forward. But back to the review thing. Um, I, I didn't want to spread my reviews all around. So I, I focused on one area. My one area I focused on was Yelp. Uh, I don't think, I don't know if, if Yelp is, 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 is used all around the United States like it is here, but I knew that my, my target audience were people who, they weren't going to just take the real estate agent's word for it. They weren't just going to sit there and be like, oh, okay, realtor, you tell me to use this guy? Fine, I'll use this guy, and I'm not going to do any research or any homework. Well, the, you know, the people that we work with, uh, you know, I guess people call, call, call them millennials or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. The world we live in today, it's, it's, it's made up of a bunch of people that, that literally they do their research. They do their homework. They look online. They check out reviews. They see what other people are talking about. So I wanted to make sure that my name was in that conversation. So I really focused on that. Hey, Chris. Hey, thanks a lot for Thank all your help today. All right, my man. Sure. And, I'll, and I'll see you uh, tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Yep. Yep. See you tomorrow. Um, and then, um, yeah, there's extra hats and stuff in there too. Okay. Good to go. That was my, uh, one of my new hires right now. Nice. Uh, nice. Chris so he's just getting loaded up with a bunch of gear and no, he had just got in from another inspection company too. So guys are making the switch, you know, they're coming over cause I think we have a really good program here. Um, and, and such that's really going to help people get them to the next level. I'm not looking for home inspectors who just, all they really want to just focus on is just inspecting homes. I'm looking for people who can see, and, and can buy into my vision and understand where I want to go and can see themselves fulfilling their vision within my vision. And Love it. I'm identifying individuals that are able to do that. And they're joining the team. They're jumping ship. They're coming here because they know that this is where they're going to be able to achieve their goals and their aspirations and provide a better life for their families. And that's really why, you know, my vision changed from just saying, Hey, you know what? I just want to make 4,000 bucks to be my family to, where, where it is now. And I'm not even going to throw that number out there because people are going to be like, Oh my God, that's crazy. I'd rather just put it out there to the people that, that understand where I'm going. And then you guys can talk about it in a few years when you're like, Holy, <laughs> yep. holy yep. moly. That John Robinson guy was not playing around. Yeah, so, so, uh, so anyway, Yelp, I really focused on Yelp. Um, Yelp uh, for us. It's pretty big out here. People check Yelp. They look at that. They they read the reviews and this, that, and the other. And if uh, and if anybody's ever tried to leave a review on even on your own page, Yelp has that little computer in there that knows that like this is not a legit review. They boot it. They don't play around. That computer will sometimes get rid of even legit reviews if they feel that the reviewer is not a Yelper. You know what I mean? So yep. so. So for me, I feel like it's a very good source for not just a business owner, but for a person who is actually looking to investigate a company to determine if they want to do work with them because Yelp does not play around. And we dominate the area. I think, I think uh, the company that has the closest amount of reviews to us is somewhere right around 250, 280, I, I don't know, somewhere in there. I, I, think, 
I think we're somewhere over 550, 550 reviews on Yelp, something like that. Maybe 560. I don't, I don't even know. I think you're at 570 because we just finished up your site and um, we launched it. Yeah, 571 Yelp reviews. So this guy, for those listening, he walks the walk when it comes to getting Yelp reviews. And this is a little PSA too because Yelp is used all over the country as much as inspectors want to deny it or trash Yelp because they do this or that or they call you. I get it. But yep. the fact yep. of the matter is Yelp ranks first or second in most cities across the yep. country when you search for a home inspector. So you got to be there. Yep. You got to be there. You, you literally have to be there. And then of course, you know, Google, I don't know if we have, a, I don't think we have as many Google reviews um, uh, yet, but all we'll do is just turn that on and then we'll start bumping those up too. So, um, but yeah, that, that was very important to me. Um, and I knew that number one, people were going, going, going to Yelp and, and doing their research and, and that, and you know, that, that helps and that has helped us. And, um, and, you know, I couldn't, I really can't thank them enough. Even though if you look at my filtered reviews, I'm probably half closer to like, what, 200? How many filtered reviews do you think we got? How many filtered reviews do you think we have right now? We have like 365 filtered reviews too. Wow. And a lot of those are, are legit reviews. It's just that they're reviews from people who, who may not leave reviews often. Right. You know, they, they may have just created an account after doing the inspection and then they left us a review. Um, so, you know, even with that being said, it's like, um, you've got to go, you still got to do it. They, they still have, even if they filter. Them. So we have, more filter, we, yeah, we have more filtered reviews than I think our nearest competitor has actual reviews. <laughs> Which is amazing. That's an amazing <laughs> number, first of all. How frustrating was that in the early days yeah. though, when you had 10 or 15 or 20, and you were just starting to get those. And cause I know that's a, the battle. A lot of newer guys or smaller companies faces they're trying hard. Then they get filtered. Then they get frustrated and just stop. But like the moral of this is like, don't stop. Don't stop Overwhelm don't, them. Don't stop. It's, it's like, you don't stop. You know, it's like, um, it's like with anything, the moment you stop, literally all you needed to take was like maybe one more step and then it would have just worked. Hold on. Excuse me. Yeah, you just can't stop. You can't stop with anything that you do. No, if 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 you're doing a thing and you're not seeing the results that you're expecting or that you want, you're either doing something you're not either not doing something right, or you're not doing something enough. Right. You know. So so when they started filtering our stuff, I'm like, well, we're 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 probably not um, asking enough people. So let's just do it more. Let's do it more. Let's do it more. Let's just pound it until, you know what? They just can't, you can't, you're not going to filter them all. Exactly. So exactly. They can't get them all. So you focused on online in 2011. So this was just you at the time or you and Randa? This was like, just me. Just well, you. Me, well, me and Randa part-time because Randa was actually working for another company, but she worked from home. Okay. So, so it was kind of she could do double duty. She was able to answer my phones. So I could just focus on doing home inspections because that was one of the things that like for my company that I had in Las Vegas, which was a real bummer, you know, trying to answer your own phone. You're in an attic space, middle of summer. Sometimes those attic spaces can be like 150 degrees. And all of a sudden I got this mask on, I'm sweating all over the place. My phone rings. I don't want to miss the call because I need to book every inspection I get. Now I'm in an attic answering the phone, sweating, you know what I mean? <laughs> seeing, seeing purple spots and all this stuff. 
trying to book a home inspection in an attic space. It was just not very efficient. So I knew that I needed to have somebody answering my phone. I was lucky enough that my wife was able to, she was working at home. She was able to help me. Uh, she helped me so much that when we had our youngest daughter, mm -hmm. literally hours after her giving birth to my daughter, I, I have pictures, matter of fact, I got video of this. She's laying in bed answering the phone. She got the baby, brand new baby breastfeeding and she's on the hospital bed booking home inspections. That is epic. Yeah. Oh, that is. Yeah. Like she just won't stop. She's, she's the driving force. You know what I mean? She lets me put my hand, my, my name is on the, my name's on the shirt, but you know, Randa Robinson really should be, the, be having this, this conversation with you because she literally has poured her heart and soul into this company to, uh, to help it get to where it is. You know what I mean? She's like, you know, I call her the, the mama bear because she takes care of not only me, but each and every individual, whether they're working in the field or part of the, 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 the office staff, she treats them like they're, they're her, I hate to use the word children, but that's how she, that's how she does. She don't yeah. baby people, but she just takes care of them in that motherly kind of a way. And, and I know because of that environment of like knowing that, you know, you're being taken care of by not only me, but by her makes the guys want to stay and work hard and be more productive, you know, wow. day in and day out. So when I started after that, 2011, I hired, I brought on board my first trainee. Uh, I want to say within about six months or so of wow. being in business because I could see where my company was going. I could see how busy it was going to become. So I was thinking like, yo, I'm going to need a day off one of these days. So I better start training somebody. So maybe I can, maybe I can like stop working on, you know, maybe like not work Saturdays one day or maybe not work Sundays and Saturdays, like literally have a weekend off. Like that's where my mind was at. I'm like, man, it'd be awesome to just like not work the weekends. So let me find a dude who might be interested. And as I did, as I did home inspections, and I met people, I would just ask folks, hey, who do you know would want to do what I do? Want to learn a new huh. Interesting. That's what I would do. Who, who, who do you know? I would just ask people, like, who do you know? Who do you know? I don't care if they're a contractor. I don't care if they're this or that or whatever. Um, who do you know who would just want to learn? Because I knew it would be a process. I was actually very apprehensive about hiring contractors because I knew contractors came with their own set of bad habits right you know, they're in the trades they've seen it all they've done it all unfortunately home buyers and real estate agents have not seen it all and have not done it all so when you get a guy who's seen it all done it all they tend to do things like yeah it's not a big deal don't worry about that <laughs> whatever see what i mean yeah then six months down the road i'm getting a phone call because well your inspector said it was no big deal and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. You see what I mean? Where you have a guy who's never built a house in his life. He only had, he's only learned how to do home inspections. You're not going to get that. You're not going to get the, oh, it's not a big deal. My experience, I've built 700 houses. You know, it's never a problem. Well, it doesn't matter how many houses you build. All you got to do is piss off the right buyer because you told them something wasn't a big deal. And next thing you know, you're in court over this or you're refunding an inspection fee or you're paying for you know whatever you see what i mean so i always like the approach of taking a guy from ground zero we don't know nothing and then training him up but that is long and 
tedious and takes, you know, it takes a lot out of you. So, um, so anyway, that's how my first guy was, was I I brought him on board. He was actually, I did his home inspection and, uh, he was active duty in the Marine Corps. He had a, he had about a year left on his contract. And I asked him, I said, I didn't know this at the time. I just said, Hey, you know, I'm thinking to myself like, man, I turned out okay. So, uh, (laughs) Hey, who do you know that is active duty right now who has about a year left on their contract and wants to learn a new trade? And he was like, you know, I don't, I don't really know, but you know, I'll keep my eyes open. And of course, and of course this guy's an active duty Marine. He's he, uh, a lot younger than me, but we speak the same language and all of that. So I was like, yeah, he's got to be a CDI, uh, you know, preferably an E4, you know, that, that type of thing. <clears throat> so he was like, cool. Next thing I know, the phone rings and it's him. He's like, you know, I was thinking about this and I think I'm that guy. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, let's see. So at that point, I spent the next year and a half dragging this guy around <laughs> behind me, you know, and, uh, you know, he's six, eight, six, six, eight, and like 200 and like 15 or now nah, he's heavier now. He's gotta be like 200, like 50 pounds. He's the big dude, you know? And, and, uh, and all he did was just sit there and follow me and learned like my speech patterns, you name it, every, every tiny little detail of what I would do it inspections he learned all those things <clears throat> simply by watching them and i had the time you know so uh it came to a point where it was like hey you know what me and randa we're going to cancun we you know we, we're out of here um are you ready he's looking at me like maybe <laughs> you know, like, we'll see and uh and i and we we gave him the keys and we you know we went to cancun for about a week and he did great you know, he was even able to answer phones and all of that stuff uh, for us when he wasn't an inspector. Of course, you know, we were just a phone away, but it all worked out. That gave me the confidence that, hey, look, I did it once. Guess what? I can do it again. And that's what I did. I just kept doing that, just kept doing that, kept doing that. Eventually, I got better as a trainer. I got better as an inspector. It came to the point where I wasn't spending an, a year or a year and a half training guys. You know, I, could, I was getting it down to around six months or so. But they still followed you and, and learned the George Robinson <laughs> yep, way, yep. right? Exactly. And then they, and because, because my lead inspector was a, a carbon copy of me, then I would send, then I can train two guys at the same time. I could send a guy with him and then I could, I could keep a guy. And then that way, you know, you're, you're training two people at the same time. They're learning simultaneously. And it just kind of works. It just kind of works from there. You know, and, uh, you know, guys come and go It's just the nature of any business, you know, uh, and uh, you, you, you hate to see people leave. Uh, but you only I only wish and hope the best for for any and everyone that, that comes through these doors. And um, but over the years, we've, we've had some really talented individuals. Uh, I, I even trained a guy who, who was a um, uh, he managed law firms for like 25 years, had never had any building experience in his life. And he ended up becoming one of my best inspectors. Wow. Unfortunately, his wife got her, got her dream job. She's out. He's actually out there in your area, your neck of the woods. Now he's in Colorado. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I think he's, uh, I don't know what he's doing now. He's probably just a house husband or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but you know, um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's just been a good, good run. We've had a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of great people come into our life and, uh, you know, folks like you guys and just the inspectors and such that we've, that we've worked with and, and, uh, and even inspectors that are our competitors. I've, you know, I've gained lots of, you know, 
strong and, and close friendships with other inspectors in our area. And uh, so, of course, you know, when they see, when we see each other doing things differently, like me adding Spectora or, you know, changing the hourly and that, that type of stuff, you know, we all kind of feed off of each other. And, and eventually, I hate, to, I hate to say it, but eventually I can see people here forgetting all these other inspection company, I mean, software uh, companies and, uh, you know, jumping on this Spectora train because I tell you what, they're, they're, I've used a lot of different software companies. I mean, I was with Porter Valley Software. Uh, they had uh, Inspect View. I thought that was like the bomb. <laughs> I did. I really did. I thought it was great. Then um, I uh, ended up using with the 3D. Uh, what was the other one I used before HomeGage? It was another one in between that and then HomeGage. And then, of course, HomeGage for many years. I was with those guys from like 2008. Uh, up until earlier this year, and now you guys. So uh, it'll, it'll be very difficult. I mean, I don't know what what company's gonna what's gonna come out with next. I think the only way, uh, only thing that's gonna be able to improve Spectora is the ability for me to be able to sit at home and do an inspection from the house with no employees and find everything, have the report written, uh, <laughs> all while eating breakfast. You know, maybe something. Like <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah, well, I'm you guys, um, you guys currently got to start working on that. Yeah, sure. this is one thing I love about you, though, John, is that you your brand has so many differentiators that you just you have that confidence where you're like, yeah, there's competition. We're friendly with them. We all learn from each other. But like, you guys have your program and your system that just feels like unstoppable, which is so so admirable and cool. And like, I don't know if we can, if we have the time to deconstruct how you created that, or if it's just part of who you are in terms of being the best at what you do in your area and this and that, but, um, yeah, very- it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, Kevin, I'm just the best man. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't really know, man. I, I just, I just wake up every morning, like I said, you know, and, and it's like, you know, I don't think there's an inspector in town or in across the, in the world that says, you know what, I'm going to just be crappy today. I'm going to, I'm going to try to figure out how to be the crappiest home inspector and person I can <laughs> right. be. I just don't think that's a thing. And, and, um, and for me, I just think that um, because I've always, I try to keep that positive attitude. Uh, like yeah, I'm saying, even with my competitors, man, I'm, I'm happy for these guys. I don't want to see anybody struggling. I don't want to see anybody in a bad position or doing anything that's going to bring negativity to themselves, to their business, or even to the industry. Um, so I'm always, I'm cheering for everyone. And I think just because of the fact that like, I don't see people. I hate. I even hate using the word com- competition or competitors. These people are my colleagues. These these right. we all make up this 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 industry. And without them, it would just be me. And there really wouldn't be an industry. You know what I mean? We're all together in this together. So I support and other inspectors. You call, people, we get calls all the time. People wanting us to be expert witnesses and go to court and this and the other. Man be a cold day in hell before I go to go to court to be an expert witness to talk trash about another home inspector. I don't give a crap <laughs> how bad he is. I'm down for home inspectors, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't, I don't care. If there's a way I can help another inspector, I will do that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to court just because somebody's gonna throw some money at me so I can go over here and bash a dude who woke up that morning saying, I'm going to be the best that I can be that day. All because their client didn't understand or didn't take the opportunity to even bother reading the inspection report. You see what I mean? I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. So yeah, we, we, we turn that stuff down 
all day, every day. Like, no, don't even call me. We're, we will not be expert witnesses for, for against another home inspector. For an inspector, yes, but against, no, never. I love it. I love it. You, you mentioned something that I want to dive into for a second here. Is not, it's not second nature to everybody that's growing because a lot of businesses are doing well. A lot of markets are hard across the country. So, so many inspectors are just running on the treadmill and they never trust an employee to actually take the reins like you did with your first employee. So was that always a vision of yours to set your company up in a way that allowed you to go enjoy time with your wife and travel and still enjoy? No, not always. It was not always a vision. Cause just like before, when I said all I wanted to make was enough money to be able to feed my family. Mm -hmm. The next thing was I just want a day off. You know, I had worked years, almost three years, seven days a week, never taking a day off. Oh, and wow. I was, like, I was like, man, I just really, I would love to take a day off. Not, not like one of those days where it's just like, oh, man, I ended up with a cancellation and, uh, in the afternoon, so now I have an early day. No, I mean like a full-on like weekend off. So that was really like my focus at that point was just to bring another guy on. And then at that point, once I found out how easy, I shouldn't say easy, because if it's easy, what they say, if it's easy, it's sleazy. <laughs> I wanted, I just, I, I saw how I could make it work. And then I said, you know what? I can do this again. You know, and, and I learned from a mentor a long time ago. He was like, you know, it's like wash, rinse, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. It's the same thing. You just keep doing it. Wash, rinsing, and repeating. And the next thing you know, you look up, and you're like, holy crap. <laughs> you know, what I'm we're, we're, you know we're, we're making a, a ton of money. These guys are extremely happy you know guys are buying homes and they're 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 getting investment properties and this day and the other and blah 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 they're you know i was like this is a good thing we're doing a good thing not just for the community but for these individuals and their families and that's what drives us is knowing that you know what we're we're, we're creating jobs you know we're, yeah. we're helping the economy by creating these jobs and paying these guys good wages so that they can be able to take care of things that they can, they want to take care of and live their lives to the fullest and buy homes and, and uh, go on vacations and, you know, and renew their vows in, in Cancun and, 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 and what was the other place? Ireland and all, man, these guys are going all over the place. Home inspectors. Some of these guys ain't never had nothing ever in their life. And then they couldn't do this business and we're helping them be able to, to live their lives to the fullest. And that's what, that's what excites me. That's so cool. So for other, some other, for other multis heads that are listening, what are some of the other, other aspects that lead to you keeping your guys or gals happy in terms of communication and check-ins and like keeping on track with their career goals? Yeah. Like, so you, you had mentioned trust a little bit. You were mm -hmm. like, you know, how, how do you, how do you get, um, what do you say? How, how do you get yourself to be able to, to, to trust an individual to take the, to take the reins? Mm -hmm. that, that's a two part question because I think, I think both of those questions kind of can be answered the same way. People, all people want to be respected. Employees want to be respected and they want to be trusted as well. So you can pay people a lot of money, but if you, but if you treat them like garbage, they're not going to, they're not going to hang around. You know, right. I'm a, I, I'm a family guy. I'm a, I'm a guy who I truly believe in unit cohesion. And, um, if I trust you, if I tell you, look, man, I'm, I, I'm putting my, my life is basically in your hands. Yeah. You know, 
these guys, they come to my house. You know, they're, they're hanging out with, with my kids while we have meetings and while we do things. So I'm opening my home to you. There's no lock on my door. These guys can come and go to do what they need to do. Uh, you know, if they need to crash here, they can crash here. You know, it, it's about building a company that is kind of like a family. Yeah. You know, and because I think that's very important to have that closeness, that unicohesion. Uh, in the Marine Corps, we call it a, a, a esprit de corps, you know, where it's, it's one team, one fight. We're all in this together. I've got your back. You've got my back. I can't move forward. I can't have success unless you move forward and you have success. So I'm going to pour everything that I have into you. And I'm hoping that you can see that and you can return that by, you know, by doing excellent home inspections out there in the field. And so far, that is only, that, that's, that's been our only result because people get it, you know, they understand where, where we're going. And I tell the people from, you know, guys who want to come on board from the, from the get go, Hey, we're more of a family than, than some sort of like corporate entity. Right. You know? um, and we depend on one another. I'm, you know, I'm going to put my, my faith and my trust in you that you're going to do an incredible job out there each and every time, every day, each and every time. Cause remember I come from an aviation background. You can't do good maintenance some of the time it literally has to be every time you have to hit the mark every time if not that one time a plane goes down and you kill marines you see what yeah I mean? yeah so so with that that's that's kind of the message that i kind of let these guys know it's like you know i understand everybody has bad days you know so do so do marines but guess what you still got a mission to accomplish and you have to complete that mission each and every time and i'm gonna put all my faith and confidence in you that you're gonna do that you're gonna do it well and i'm not gonna be looking over your shoulder every five minutes i'm looking over your shoulder but i ain't looking over your shoulder every five minutes <laughs> right and, right, and they, right and they appreciate that you know wow so, that is some that's some leadership stuff right there that is some hardcore how to be a leader 101 or 201, 301, whatever. So, <laughs> and I love that you gave some of the language you use because like it, like some inspectors that are out there hiring, they may just be thinking, Oh, I'm just hiring a guy to do some inspections, but like you're showing them the vision is more than that. And that is more than that. It gets them to buy in and do a right. good job and look at their own careers and how they want to succeed. So I love it. And we could probably do a whole nother episode just based on, just talking about like leadership and how to grow a company. Absolutely. Absolutely. How, how do you prevent making poor hires? Um, how do you prevent having a misfire when it comes to hiring? An well, um, that's, that's, that's challenging, you know, for me um, as a, you know, because we've had some, we've, we've made some poor decisions uh, in, in the past in regards to hiring the wrong individual because man, they, they can come in and they will be, they will act like, man, they are just the greatest thing. That's just like bread. <laughs> they got a, they got a freaking, you know, a resume that is just chock full of all kind of impressive accolades and, 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 and certificates and experience and all of these things just to find out that they are just a total 
lack of a better expression, just a turd. You yep. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Just a shiny turd. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. At the end of the day, doesn't matter how shiny that turd is, it's still a turd, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and that's basically, you know, what ends up happening. But one, one way that has helped me in the past is, um, is during the training process. You know, I, I, when I hire people, we, we just don't hire folks and be like, all right, you're good. Go ahead. Go right there. Let's see how you do. No way. You know what I mean? Um, we have a program where when you join our company, uh, it, it typically takes you about 100 ride-alongs to uh, get let go and into the field. Mm-hmm. And, and some people may not have that. So I know a lot of some people may be listening to this is like, shoot, man, I don't, I don't have that kind of time to be spending with an individual but you get to learn and you get to know a person when you spend that kind of time together because in the beginning everybody is always very um you know they always want to they're always saying the right thing they're thinking before they speak they right uh, they act a certain way but after a few i would say after about 30 40 maybe even 50 home inspections you really get to see the who that person really is (laughs) whether or not they're going to be showing up on time whether or not they are the type of person who, you know, there's always those representative number of outlets and cabinets and windows and doors kind of people. You know what I'm saying? We're not that special. No. We, we, we check every window, door, outlet, plumbing fixture. You name it. There's no representative numbers of any of that stuff because you can bet your everything that that one outlet that you don't test or that one window you don't test or that one cabinet you don't open and look at the back wall and see all that mold back there. Uh, that's where the problem is going to be. You see what I'm saying? It's yep. always that way. Yep. It's, it's always that way. So we, we, get, we, we get to spend a lot of time with these people over, you know, over a period, an extended period of time to be able to kind of see how they are and if they're picking things up, if they're learning uh, the way how things are done, uh, if they're understanding, um, you know, why you do a particular thing. Are they asking questions? You know, that type of stuff. Silent people worry. They make me so nervous because you ain't saying nothing. Are you learning? Are you picking up on anything? <laughs> you know, so, yep. you know, so that's, that's how we have been able to um, somehow, sometimes, uh, I'll say majority of the time, avoid that bad hire. It's, it's the times when we get a guy from another company and, you know, he's been doing it a while and, and, uh, and he says all the right things, or she, I shouldn't say he, because there's, there's, yeah, we have female, a female inspector. I plan on hiring a lot more. Um, you know, you get people who they, they can, they confront, you know, for lack of a better word, you know, they can, they put on that front and they just, you know, and, and next thing you know, you're putting them out there. Uh, and, uh, uh, and it doesn't take long for, for, uh, for them to really, truly, reveal themselves and it usually is it's in the form of a callback and you're like wait a minute man you, you, you know you told me you was the the hottest thing up there in LA you know what I mean and now you're coming down here and it's a much slower pace down here you're making more money and I'm getting callbacks like this you see what I mean so you unfortunately it's it, it, it can be difficult until after uh for, for me anyways uh until something happens where you're just like yo whether well, it doesn't necessarily have to be a callback and just be a, a complaint that, yo, your inspector showed up two hours early and was done before anybody got there. And we wrote you know, a $900 check and this guy just did a 15 minute summary and he walked away. <laughs> you know I mean? That type of stuff, you know? So 
So you sometimes you hear stuff like that. So it, it's just a matter of of making sure that people are being, um, uh, you know, their their feet held to the fire, that they're being that you're actually like jumping in their stuff, you know, you know, uh, professionally uh to ensure that they're doing things the right way each and every time but um those folks that were bad hires they tend to weed themselves out during the training process or very shortly thereafter and i say weed themselves out because i am i like to try to give everybody a chance right everybody i like to try to give everybody a chance um so what happens is they, they realize that either one, man, 100 ride-alongs, that's too much. Uh, or, you know, or whatever. They can come up with any excuse. Whatever works for them, works for them. Uh, it don't matter to me. Uh, whatever it takes. All I want is winners up in here. All I want is people who can work hard, who, wanna, who can see themselves going to where they want to go within my company. And uh, if you can't, if you don't, if you don't have vision, if you don't have a why, if you don't have that thing that drives you every morning to wake you up every day to get you going, um, yeah, I don't want you here. You don't need to really work it. But I'm going to give you the opportunity to 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 draw that conclusion. I, I've I have yet to have to fire, and well, I did. I fired one guy, and then and then I ended up rehiring him literally 15 seconds after firing him because he begged. And uh, and I felt bad, you know what I mean. I literally felt bad, so I I let him stay, and uh, and he got himself squared away. But um, but over these years, I've never really, outside of him, I've never had to fire a single person. Most people tend to just say, you know what, um, I screwed up, or I did this, or whatever the case may be, and or they don't make it through training, and they 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 part ways. We part ways. No harm, no foul. Just wasn't for you. I like that. I, I really like that because it one that many ride alongs, they really soak up the culture, who you are, kind of how you do things. And two, um, it's almost like a trial period, right? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. you have to prove yourself during this yep. period. Yeah. 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 That's exactly it. And, and a lot of guys would be like, well, I can't, I can't have a guy tag hanging on, hanging out with me for a hundred ride alongs and, and he's not making any money. Like, this is going to come to a huge shocker to a lot of people. We, we don't pay trainees. Oh, really? So that's not, not, not paid. Pay trainees. We do not trade, uh, pay trainees. And the reason why we don't do that, it's an internship. This is a business where if, if you were to get all the knowledge necessary in order to make a great amount of money as we do here in the inspection industry, you could take that information to go start your own business. I'm giving you a free education. My opinion, anybody who does a ride along with me or any of you, any of these experienced inspectors listening to this call, they should be getting paid because you are providing an education just like any other school that's out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to San Diego State today and then just cut me a check and be like, "Hey John, thanks for being here." You know, you're, <laughs> you're, you know, you're, you're in the business course, you know what I mean? Trying to get a business degree, here's your check. Right. They're not doing that. They're not paying me by the hour to go to, to, go to school or my daughter or anybody. I'd love what my, my daughter that's at state right now is getting, getting paid to go to state. But no, it doesn't work like that. You have to pay for your education one way or the other. If you can't pay for it in cash, then maybe you can work that off. Maybe you can you know, pay in sweat equity. 
and that's what these guys they're you know they're learning so you so, probably weed you probably weed out 95 percent of people just by that fact alone that there's right away paid right, right along yep. yeah yeah that's it right away because remember these guys aren't they're not helpers they're not um they're not assistants they're not they're not doing anything that's helping that home inspector during that during that process now there is a point where they get, when they get to a point where, yeah, we do start paying them because they're actually helping the inspector. They're right. helping the inspector get through the, through the inspection. They may be even doing a portion of the inspection, but when we do ride alongs with guys, it literally is ride along. Like don't say anything. Don't touch anything. Uh, <laughs> nothing. You are a fly on the wall. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. just you're there. You're a sponge. The only thing you should be doing, if you want to talk to somebody, you want to, Bust out your notepad, write it down. Write it down. Yep. Uh, because the inspector is there doing a job for a person who is paying for this service and they don't need you there distracting them. So it's not like, hey, yo, grab my grab my ladder, go do this. No, 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 no. They're they are literally a an observer. They are watching and they're learning. They're in school. Um, so that's 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 how I see it. That's how we run it. And like I said, once they get to a point where then they can, they can actually help the inspector, they can help the inspection process, uh, then we'll put them on a, on a small, you know, hourly, you know, a low, you know, low, low hourly. So then that way they can make a little bit of money and uh, get used to that whole process. And, and then, uh, and then boom, we let them go. Once they get to that, get to that hundred hundred inspection mark and, and 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 to be honest we've had a couple of guys not actually make it all the way to 100 because they were just that sharp you yeah I mean? so we use that as like a ball you know like a like a uh, a ballpark range we've had some guys go further you know longer than 100 you know they're up at 120 130 but that's kind of like what we're shooting for is that 100 inspection right along i love it yeah um, I want to be respectful of your time. I know it's almost, uh, what, 4 o'clock out there? You know, hey, Kevin, I don't have anything to do. I can sit here and talk to you all day. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Maybe we'll break this up into two, epi we'll break this up into two episodes and uh, release it week after week. Um, yeah, no problem. I mean, anytime. I mean, as you can see, I can, I can talk for a while. So if there's any, any, anything you – you need or want to interview me again or whatever. I don't, I don't care. I'll help you guys, man. It's just, you know how it is when, when you got all these different moving parts, sometimes it's difficult to like say, okay, like today we missed, I missed you at two. So I'm glad we were able to jump on at two 30. Um, but man, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm available and you guys need me or whatever, uh, to talk about anything, I'll, I'll be more than happy to, to give you my two cents. Hey, I'm going to get a ho dad's burger out of it. So I don't mind that you missed. Hey, um, hey, so I'm, I'm, I'm you, excited to come out there again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And also, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like really good friends with, um, the, uh, the GM that, um, uh, this steakhouse here called STK. It's like a high end steakhouse. I don't know if they've got them out there. I know there's a couple in Vegas. They're kind of around the world. Um, uh so we'll we'll go to stk that's used that's a really really good time if you guys are out here and then also um one of my uh childhood friends matter of fact he's one of the guys i'm i'm flying to alaska with on sunday uh he owns a couple of nightclubs here too in san diego oh, uh cool. two, two of the more bigger you know clubs here um and uh, so i don't know if you go out with that kind of stuff but man vip bottle service all that that's on me because uh 
it ain't gonna cost me a dime. So, <laughs> so come on <laughs> I'll out, do man. it right the then. Time, bro. I mean, yeah, bring bring the crew, and uh, we'll 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 uh, we'll all go out, have dinner, hit up the clubs, and uh, you know, just have make a night of it. Sounds good. Sounds good. I, I want to ask you about something else while I got you though, because yeah. just yesterday, I think some some guys on Facebook were saying. Hey, it'd be great if you, you know, interviewed a guy on the podcast that was, uh, you know, former military and transitioned into home inspections. And mm -hmm. so I was wondering if you could even just take a few minutes to elaborate on how you used what you learned in the services and what that transition was like. Um, the, oh, good, the good, the bad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, all I can say is it, it, was, it was a very easy transition for me. To, to, to transition from military life into home inspections. Because one, remember, I, I have an aviation background. And some people are like, aviation and houses, da, 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 da. It's not that aviation is so similar to homes. It's basically how you approach uh, inspecting that is very, very similar. Because you really have to be very meticulous and methodical in your approach to doing inspections. And I know early on that really had a huge impact on, on how people, uh, and even now, you know, how people will look at us because I know there's a huge difference when people, cause I get guys from other companies and they're not as detailed. The world wants detail. Mm -hmm. These clients, they want you to be detailed. And they don't want, I mean, I've even heard stories of guys doing home inspections and, and just like stopping in the middle to like eat lunch and just doing weird stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I mean, literally weird stuff. So I think when you're, when you are uh, in the military, you're, you, you, you're used to, especially in the Marine Corps, it's the, it's the, it's the poorest of all the services. You know what I mean? We have the smallest budget, the smallest amount of people. We get all of the Navy and the Army's hand-me-downs, except for the V-22 Osprey and now the F-35 Lightning. Those are kind of, you know, newer and they're for the, for the Marines specifically. Uh, mm -hmm. But everything else, weapons, gear, everything, it's all hand-me-down stuff. So you learn to do the best with what, you, what, what, what you've got, you know. And, and I was with the 15th Marine Expeditionary Unit when we went into Afghanistan in 01 after after 9-11 and I've been to Afghanistan. I mean, I, I, I've been, I've been in some really crappy situations, whereas even as a, as a maintainer, you know, being in country, um, you, you learn to just be thankful for the stuff that you have and you make do with that. And you, and you really try your hardest to, uh, enjoy Hope you're still there time so i take that same philosophy with making sure i'm building a nice team environment along with helping these guys understand that you need to be methodical and very uh you know very uh, uh engaged in what you're doing each and every day that there's no there's no real there's no time to slack off because yeah like i mentioned earlier a house isn't going to go flying anywhere. It doesn't have rotors. It doesn't have, you know, 800 degree exhaust or any of that kind of stuff coming out. But people are going to be in here living in this home. And it's your duty to ensure that this home is safe for flight. It's safe for them to be up in here. 
to live in here, to, to grow and to raise their families in. So you can't be one of these in and out kind of people. You can't be the, the guy who's, well, the standards of practice says I'm going to do this and that's all I'm going to do. You can't be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, when you go to court, the judging, judges don't care about standards of practice. What they care about is the standard of care. So we, we take things a step further where we're, we teach people about maintaining a high level of a standard of care, not necessarily sticking to the standards of practice. We, we far exceed the standards of practice. Right. Um, but you got to have that, that standard of care. You have to want to, you want to, you want to make sure you're taking care of those to the right and to the left of you. So, so with that, with that being said, that's, that's a lot that I brought from being in the Marines. I, I believe that, being in the military, not just in the Marine Corps, I've, I've, I've never dealt with a whole lot of Air Force people or Army people, but at least in the Marine Corps and the Navy, because I spent a lot of time with folks in the Navy. My son's in the Navy. My dad retired from the Navy. I have lots of cousins in the Navy. The Marine Corps is actually a department of the Navy. It's the men's department of the Navy, but it's still a department of the Navy. And uh, we, 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 being in that environment, you just, you learn to take care of one another. Yeah. And uh, and that's that, in my opinion, is like is, is first and foremost, not just only being a leader, taking care of your troops or your employees, but also taking care of your clients, because it's so easy to say, uh, you know what, that's good enough. It's never good enough. You know what I mean? It's just good. If you've got that, it's good enough mentality, man. That's that's when people start getting hurt. People start having to spend money. People start getting pissed off. And they, you know, of course, in this industry, nobody wants to take responsibility for their, for their self. So what are they going to do? They're going to contact the home inspector. Right. Don't want that. So that's why, you know, we go beyond, you know, above and beyond and ensure that everybody is 100%, you know, satisfied. And I really do think that just having that, that, that Marine Corps, that military background uh, being like, you just can't, you can't maintain a bird and say, that's good enough. You just can't do that. It, it has to be right each and every time, every time. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I, I will message <laughs> those guys and say, listen to the very end of this podcast to get some knowledge on what that transition's like, things they can take from it. You know, I think it's, that's probably yeah, just absolutely. scratching the surface. Absolutely. And it is. And you know, and, and, and I just want to put it out there that if anybody listening to this podcast, I mean, I don't know everything, you know, uh, I don't, but the things that I do know, I'll be more than happy to share with anyone. As long as you're not in my backyard, you know what I'm saying, San Diego. But, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and even if you are, then, you know, we'll have to limit our discussions to certain things. But, right, right. No, but seriously, you know, if anybody is listening to this, to this podcast, um, they have any questions about anything. Uh, I don't care what it is, if it's home inspection related or fishing related. Uh, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> yeah. I love talking. I love talking about fishing. Um, so don't hesitate to call me, email me, um, uh, and, and I'll be glad. You know, look me up on Facebook, uh, Instagram. Um, I, I wish I could tell you what my names are on that, on that stuff. But John, we'll link to him. Yeah, I'll link yeah, to him. Yep, link to him. Yeah, because I set those things up so long ago. I honestly couldn't even tell you like what exactly it is. But hit me up on on Instagram. I'm on Instagram more than Facebook. I think I'm trying to get better with Facebook. Um, but yeah, don't hesitate to call or email or message me on one of those channels there, Instagram, Facebook. And I'll be glad to answer any questions anybody has. I love talking to people. I love helping people. 
um, I'm a people person, you know, so feel free. John, you're everything that's right with the home inspection industry. I'm trying, man. Every day I'm trying, you know, and I, I never, never, I never just sit back and say, you know what, I've made it or I've done it or whatever, because that is so far from the truth. Cause that I am so far from where I want to be. And so I'm, I'm, I'm in the trenches every day, you know, and, and, um, just trying to continue moving forward to get to where I, I want to be. So. inspiring it inspires me um so i thank you for that uh, i'm sure it inspires plenty of people that, that will listen to this um or that are listening to this so i know we're gonna have to do a part two because we didn't get through half the questions i wanted to i get. know i'm uh, sorry man <laughs> <laughs> hey you have a lot to say you've been through some stuff you've been through some stuff oh uh, yeah we could my job to listen and ask good questions yeah that sounds good I'm, I'm down to do a part two Sounds good. We'll do a part two um, sooner rather than later so we can keep the momentum. But thank you so much for uh, taking the time this afternoon to chat. Um, hey, anytime, anytime. And I hope I, hope I didn't talk your ear off uh, too, too much. And, and I know we had a lot of other questions and things to cover, but yeah, I kind of get going. So <laughs> It's a podcast. That's what we're supposed to do. You're there supposed you to talk. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Yeah, I don't do many of these. It's funny because, you know, Every time somebody brings, uh, yeah, Randa brings this to my attention, like, oh, you know, somebody wants to interview you, this, any other, I always get like this, like, oh, really? Oh, man, I hate talking to people, and this, that, <laughs> and the other. But it's so untrue. It's like my initial reaction. But in, at the end of the day, no, I love talking. I love talking to people. I love helping people. I love, you know, providing whatever information I have. I don't, I'm not the smartest dude in the world, remember? I'm just a dumb Marine who's just fumbling around and has figured this stuff out. Uh, and, and, uh, <laughs> you know, but I'm still figuring things out every day. You know what I mean? And, and so is my wife. Like I said, she's the backbone. She's the driving force. And, uh, you know, I love her to death. And uh, without her, literally, none of this would be possible. So anybody listening out there, if I can leave you with one thing, any home inspector listening to this right now, you need a person in your office. I don't care if they work from home. I don't care if they're in your passenger seat when you're driving around doing home inspections, whatever, but you need to get off your phone. If you ever want to grow your inspection company beyond yourself, you cannot do, you can't do it. There's some people all listening to this who are like, no, I don't, I don't ever want to grow beyond where, where I'm at right now. And that's totally fine. And, and you know what? Um, that's great. And I think it's wonderful if you have the ability to, to do that. But for those who want to move forward, you got to have somebody on that phone, uh, answering your phones, dealing with the day-to-day -day operations of your, your business. So that way you can focus on doing the very best inspection that money can buy in your area, period. Boom. That's it. Church. Drop, I Church. just dropped the mic. Knowledge. I, just, I literally <laughs> just dropped the mic. <laughs> all right man that is a mic drop that's a mic drop moment that was a mic drop for sure um but have a good rest of your afternoon and evening i will uh i'll let you know when this drops and, and we'll do okay. the whole social media thing and sounds uh, good yeah we'll provide some entertainment for guys driving to inspections if nothing else there we go yeah be entertained be entertained <laughs> <laughs> all right kevin man have a great one tell everybody over at spectora I said, hi, I really appreciate each and every one of you guys. And the last thing I forgot to mention about Spectora for all of you guys listening to this and also uh, hopefully your competitors aren't listening to this, but Spectora's customer service, 
I mean, we've all dealt with customer service from all different types of, of, of industries, not just inspection software. Uh, and for the most part, most customer service sucks across the board. I can tell you what, the folks at Spectora, um, this is that your customer service 100% helped push me over uh, even further uh, in making my decision on going with you guys. I mean, it, it, the software was good enough. Your software, I mean, your, your, your customer service could have sucked and I still would have been happy. But the fact that we got this, this, this top inspection report writing software and top-notch customer service, it was like just the icing on the cake, that little cherry up there. I'll tell you what, it, it, I've never seen a company respond. Quick story, um, I was getting my, my template all squared away, trying to figure out how to do certain things. I don't even remember what it was. And it was a Sunday. It was like 8.30 at night. I was not expecting anyone to respond to me. Literally, I had no intention on hearing anything from anyone until like the following day, Monday, because it was just a quick, it was just a quick email. Uh, those who know me know that if I don't write something down, I'm not going to remember 15 minutes from now. It has to be written. So I was like, I got to pet this email out to them or this little chat out. And within like, I don't know, minutes, you get on the chat. <laughs> oh, it was me? <laughs> yeah, it was you. Yeah. You got on the chat and it was a Sunday at like 830 at night and you responded and got my question answered and i'm like i'm sitting there like kevin do not respond to this like you shouldn't <laughs> even be looking at this wait until monday and you're like oh it's like boom, 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 boom. that right there impressed me so much that i literally probably told around five or five or eight different home inspectors at that point like yo look at what these guys did oh and, man and 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 the flip side of that when we launched in uh, 2011 obviously we had home gauge if everybody knows how HomeGage works, at least back then, I don't know how they are now, because uh, we literally just stopped calling them years and years ago. Um, our calendar just stopped working. The HomeGage calendar literally went blank. Every home inspection that we had booked for Saturday and Sunday, gone, nowhere to be found. And it was on a Friday at like two, uh, our time. We called, got no answer from anyone. We didn't hear anything back from anyone until Monday. So. What was Randa and my office staff doing at that time? Scrambling through the call logs and calling every person. Hey, did you have an inspection book with us this weekend? Did you have a, I mean, oh, they, no. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. Oh, it was horrible. So it was a nightmare, but they got it figured out, and we were able to get all the inspections we needed to get done. But it was no thanks to HomeGate uh, and their customer service. So I, you know, so kudos to you guys. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, really just like. It's like family. Yeah. We treat it like family too. And I think that's why I like, that's why we, I guess the universe brought us together not to get all fluffy, but like energy sees like energy. And I think that's, that's how we treat our people. You know, that's it. That's, that's it. And the folks that don't get it, they don't get it. You don't, I mean, they won't get it and you don't need to deal with those folks, but the folks who, who get it, they understand it. Uh, you know, this is, you know, this is a good thing. And it's something that you definitely don't see uh, uh, throughout any industry and uh, you guys have it so i really appreciate it it really makes my job a lot easier especially when my guys have questions and such because a lot of times they they'll have a question for me about spectral and i'm like man i don't know i'm not the computer nerd to you i'm no nerd i'm a nerd you know what i'm saying and i mean that as a term of endearment not like you know 
For sure. That way. And and uh, and that's what they do. And they'll call me up and they're like, oh man, they were right, you know, right on the spot. Kevin helped me, or Casey helped me, or you know, Alexis helped me, you know, and, and, and so on and so forth. And and uh, you guys have just been great. So thank you so much. Please keep that up. If I can give you any 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 um, word of advice, you know, that's that right there is what is going to it already sets you apart and we will continue to set you apart outside of the software uh so uh you know to, you know continue to um to make sure that customer service remains number one because no one can hold a candle to you guys over at Aspector. so i really 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 appreciate that we genuinely appreciate you um and we'll keep it up man we'll keep it going awesome. keep pushing all right. each other. all right sounds good all right kevin it was great talking to you Thank you so much for inviting me to talk about this. Hey, we'll do it again soon, John. Thanks, man. Hey, anytime. Talk to you soon.